The BS Report is a free-flowing conversation that occasionally touches on mature subjects. The BS Report. The BS Report with Ben Simmons. Welcome to the BS Report. Uh, another cold but a little bit sunny Monday morning here in Southern California. I would have delayed this podcast by a day if the Patriots had lost that Chargers game yesterday. I'm just telling you that right now. I, I was getting really, really mad, and it was starting to feel like the second giant Super Bowl all over again, where it was just like, how are we not winning this game by 10 points? And then finally, they pulled it out. So now we're doing the podcast. So, Sal, I'm here. I'm happy. I'm in a good mood. How are you doing? There you go. See, I knew it would, it would turn out. And I think you were the only Pats fan in L.A. not at that game yesterday. Is that true? That was overwhelming New England presence there. I know I had uh, we, my daughter at a soccer game, and then it just it, it was too too dicey. But that that seems to be a theme now in general with sports, where just the, the home field and home court advantage is just kind of slowly fading away. And, yeah, and right. every game has twenty thousand fans of the other team at it. But um, what was your impression watching that game? Did you feel like the Pats should have won that one by twenty, or were the Chargers better than I thought they were? Well, I thought. The Pat's second half bet was an easy one. It just had to feel that, oh, boy, you know, these, yep. these special teams touchdowns and all this weird stuff, and it doesn't doesn't usually happen to the Patriots. And let's remember that they just lost last week, so they're not in uh, F-around mode. But um, right. I think you tweeted it. Like, it, it, the, the thing that is, is weird is these teams – they don't seem to realize the game is three and a half quarters. When you're playing the Patriots, when you're playing the Seahawks, you have to go for, you know, you don't want, work, working backwards, you don't want to be down two scores with six minutes left or four minutes left. So you have to take a chance on fourth and four at midfield or the 40 or fourth and five. You know, Seattle's defense isn't going to give you that chance. New England's offenses are going to give you that chance. You get take the game when you can. And the, and the Chargers screwed that up, I thought. So you're talking about Mike McCoy, fourth and four, midfield, 630 yeah. left, and he punts. Yeah. And it was like game over. It was like I started like packing up my stuff, did a little celebratory walk around. It's like, all right, well, you're not getting the ball back. Right. So thank you for that. But uh, that was weird. I, I'm not sure Mike McCoy is a good coach. Yeah, that's the best chance uh, you're going to get, it seems, at that point. Although Belichick says they're a well-coached team, so you have to, uh, you have to agree with him there. Mm. Well, they, I mean, they are on their fifth center. Right. I just thought that was uh, a bizarre move. By the way, uh, Sal, have you heard about this Mike Singletary news? What's going on? No, I didn't. NFL.com reported he's a possible coaching candidate in 2015. Oh, really? Yeah. So if that happens, um, I think we move to Vegas. We move our families there. Um, you figure they'll go 2-14 and 14 against the spread? Right. Yeah. Is that fair? So if we're betting $2 bucks a game, we get a little syndicate. Right. I, I think we have, I don't know, $16, 17000000 apiece in the bank by yeah, week we 16. Who would who would hire him? I don't understand. I'm trying to go it's, through it in my great. head now, real quickly. Who would uh, unless the, unless the Niners did it as a joke? What would it, what would happen? It happens so rarely, where yeah. enough time passes where everyone forgets how bad the coach was. The last right. time, the last time it really happened this violently was with Art Shell, I think, in 2006, where it's just like so much time had passed, everyone forgot how bad of a coach he was. Right. And uh, and I'm hoping it happens here. By the way. Let's go. Let's go, Coach Hot Seat, really quick. Jim Harbaugh. Uh, you can't even call it a hot seat anymore. The guy wants out. He clearly wants out. All right, so he's out. Sperano's yeah. out. Rex yeah. Ryan's out. Yeah, I think so. But he'll make it like it'll be on his terms, and he'll, you know, it'll, it'll seem like a sweet deal. Tom Coughlin out. 
Yeah, again, the same thing. I think he's out, though. Yeah. Mike Smith has to win the division and keep his job. Yeah, and that shouldn't be that hard. You have to go 0-2-1. What does he need to do? He'll be fine. <laughs> he has to go 0-4 and negative <laughs> 1. Yeah. Um, Sean Payton. Interesting. I do think that I watched that team, and I hate to blame the coach for the the, the Jekyll and Hyde routine that the, the Saints are playing. But boy, oh boy, they should not be they should not be getting blown out at home. And I, their offense, I don't know, like their offense should click more. Colston shouldn't be dropping passes. Jimmy Graham shouldn't be getting three looks a game. And Breeze, maybe he looks like he's injured. Is he injured? Has that come up yet? Well, but he was good last week. I, I think yeah. he's hitting that stage where. You know, he can still have a really good game every once in a while, but it's just not happening consistently. Right. So right. maybe, you know, maybe it'd be interesting if, if Harbaugh and Sean Payton were on the market. Uh, don't forget uh, Jason Garrett. Not that anyone would want him, but, you know, everyone keeps saying if they don't win the division, right? he's, he's on the hot seat. It'll be hilarious when the Cowboys when the Cowboys go 11-5. and five. I think your Patriots were 11-5 and five in 2008 and didn't make the playoffs. But Yeah, with the Matt Castle season. Yeah, this uh, is a strong possibility. Jay Gruden? Oh, interesting. Yeah, well, anything's possible in Washington. Yeah. Wow, have you listed like out. seven coaches already? That's a lot. I wrote down all the names here. Gus yeah. Bradley and the Jags, uh-huh. I think, is sure possible. And then uh, Tressman. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then the the last one, I would say, is uh, I, I think that Joe Feldman, Feldman on Miami is shaky. That team right. should be a, a guaranteed playoff team. They have too much talent. It's embarrassing that they're not going to make the playoffs potentially. It's a, it's a, it's getting to be a what they talk about with the Cowboys with the December swoon. It's it's happening with the Dolphins now more often than not. Yeah, yeah, that's and a lot. While we're here listing things, uh, we do the cross-offs every mm-hmm. once in a while. So yeah. we're heading to week fifteen, and somehow they have eleven cross-offs. Um, Oakland. You didn't, you didn't play. Okay, go through them. AFC, Oakland, Jacksonville, Tennessee, Jets. I think everyone else is still alive. Wow. Okay. I'm not crossing anyone else off in the AFC yet. Uh, NFC, Tampa, Washington, Giants, Chicago, St. Louis, Minnesota, San Francisco. Got seven on that end. That's pretty good. Well, it's outrageous that we can't cross that. Can only cross off Tampa in the NFC South. But yeah, you're right. I think those are them. I might say Cleveland. That was a miserable, miserable loss yesterday. I know. Can't cross off. Can't cross off anyone in the AFC who's who's better than two wins. They could run the table, but that was a bad, bad loss. I'm shocked that San Francisco is a cross off when they're yeah. only down. They're only back two in the wild card. There's three nine and six teams, and then they're you know. So it's it's not inconceivable. But after watching them yesterday, they're a cross off. Well, you actually. Yeah, I don't think they should play. Hard. I don't think they should play Kaepernick anymore. I think he's a broken man. I would just bench him. Yeah, you might as well. And they're not going to catch anyone. They're seven and six. Even if they ran it, like we said, ten and six. You have Seattle and Detroit <clears throat> sitting with nine wins, and I think it's easy too ahead. I think you know Detroit has who do they have? They have Minnesota at home. They have yeah. Chicago at home, and then they're at Green Bay. So that, that should be 11 before they get to Green Bay. And Seattle, I, I, don't, I don't see them losing um, maybe even until you know, next September. Yeah, Seattle, is the, Seattle is the all-time classic peaking at the right time. And Arizona has a really, really, really awful Thursday night game in St. Louis that I yeah. think they're going to lose. And once they lose that game, 
uh, all of a sudden things are looking really good for Seattle. Seattle has Kaepernick at home. I, I don't think there's a better time ever to play the Niners over the last five years. than Definitely. This week. Should we get and, to that uh, Thursday game since you mentioned it? Arizona, St. Louis. Yeah. One last thing. Go ahead. Yeah. Actually, no, I'll save it for when we get to those things. Right. Let's do it. Thursday, uh, Thursday night. Now you're, we picked the lines. We haven't seen them in advance. I've now looked at them after I picked, uh, you're eight, five and one through 14 weeks. Which you don't even care because you've been hot on SportsCenter, so you don't even care about this. Game really anymore. hot. I mean, it's getting weird now, Bill. Nine and zero against the spread last three weeks. Thirteen and two the last five weeks, and uh, and everyone's like, "Where can I find your picks online?" It's like, well, ESPN doesn't put them online. They haven't put them online. They spent they spent all their money on curling. They bought three hundred hours, so I, I'm a uh, casualty cut. But well, if we if we put the picks online, the video player would just stop after twenty seconds. So it doesn't true. really matter. Um, I have Rams. Boy, I love this game. You know, we're in the Vegas Super Contest. Mm -hmm. I've only done it one other time this year, putting in the picks before the Thursday game because I like the Thursday game so much. Mm -hmm. I think if the Rams are three or less in this game, this is one of the locks of the year. I, I love you, Arizona, but you're a different team on the road. You can't throw the ball, and you're super banged up. Uh, I have the Rams by two and a half, and I think it goes to three by Thursday. All right, well, it's, it's, you get this. I was way off. What a way to start. I was way off with this. It's three and a half. I said plus two. I said, I said Arizona would be given points. I mean, I don't know. Explain to me. Like, I'm a novice. Why is 10 and three not favored against uh, six and seven? Because the cards are undefeated at home. Right. I think they're seven and oh at home now. Yeah, and... uh, they haven't lost, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they're four and three in the well, road. Well, I know they're three and three in the road. Are we a little like the Rams beat up on a couple of high school teams? Are we a little maybe too excited? Arizona beat them thirty-one fourteen the first time they played. I think the cards. They I watched that every play of that game yesterday, and they lucked out because the Chiefs can't throw the ball anyway. They lost Cromarty in the second half, and they were already out with the Honey Badger. And right. It, it just seemed like oh man, this hit this is now past the tipping point. Well, then, on one, but, I agree with you, but on one hand, I see how long is this three-headed offensive monster of uh, Drew Stanton, Kerwin Williams, and Jaron Brown going to lead them to the promised land. But right. on the other hand, Drew Stanton is a little Eli Manning with it in him. Like the, the defense keeps him in the game, and then he throws yeah. one prayer pass, and and uh, there you go. They're on the right side of the, the you know the ledger again. So, yeah, he played. Drew Stanton played better than about. Six quarterbacks who make a lot of money yesterday, including sure. Andrew Luck, but yeah. uh, but they can't really score. And now, if uh, I don't know how long uh, how long uh, Cromartie's going to be out, but um, they just really lucked out. The Chiefs have one of the worst passing offenses I've ever seen in my life, and yeah. and you know they have this two minute drill basically down three. They they have to move the ball in a minute, and they're and they're throwing like four and five yard passes. Like they literally can't throw the ball ten yards. Well, yeah, I know. And we talked about it last week or two weeks ago. Like everyone was heralding Alex Smith. Like, oh, he's doing this all without throwing a touchdown to one of his receivers. And yeah, yeah. but what happens when you're two minutes away and you and you and you can't throw more than an eight yard pass? You know, well, Dwayne, Dwayne Bowe's your guy. hasn't had a big play in years. I think the Cards are in real trouble. Yeah, and I, I've been on the bandwagon the whole year, but they they had fourteen points in week eleven, three in week twelve, eighteen in week thirteen, including one of those was a garbage time touchdown, and then seventeen this last week. Now they're going at St. Louis, home for Seattle, whose defense has suddenly turned into the eighty-five Bears. Right, 
and then at San Fran in Week 17, which you, you you should feel pretty good about that game if you're the Cards. But they go one and two. But I think that gets them in one and two. That, it gets I studied them in. this all night because I could see the Cowboys getting left out. And uh, one and two gets them to ten and six, tied at least with Detroit. I would think, right? No, doesn't one and one and two gets them to eleven and five? Eleven and five. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, that's good enough. Well, yeah. you, but you, you guys, well, you're playing. Uh, you're playing Philly, and, and it's pretty clear now. If you're up by seven over Sanchez in the second half, the game's over. Right. And then you have Indianapolis at home. That's of course what I was looking at. Can we lose to Philly and then win the last two? Indy at home and then at Washington, who should be. Well, that's the thing. You you have the easiest game of the rest of of you. You can't ask for anything better than Week 17 at Washington. That team is a catastrophe. Mm -hmm. So you have to win this week. You just can't. You can't give Philly a lead. Just you have to make Sanchez play from behind in the second half, and you'll be fine. I know we could do it. Let's do it. Put our hands in the middle. Let's do it. Now we can't pressure the quarterback though. Unlike Seattle, like they, you know, they don't get tripped up by that quick uh, change of pace stuff at the line of scrimmage because they play like straight up, like you know, simple defensive schemes, and they don't blow coverage ever. So, and then yeah. you're looking across the line, you're like, oh, well, everything else equal. I'm going against Mark Sanchez. That's fine. But if you can't pressure the quarterback and the Cowboys have trouble, then then it's rough. Yeah. But. All right, Rams by three and a half. Let's go. All Sunday. right, Sunday nine uh, early games. Houston at Indianapolis. I'm not on board with the J.J. Watt MVP stuff yet. Not yet. But if he single-handedly wins this Colts game, I, <laughs> I'll, I'll be on board. Right. And I, and I think this Colts team is super vulnerable. They should have lost yesterday. You watched that game. I know yeah. you're a closet Browns fan. Yeah. Um, what a horrible loss that was. It, it, I mean, probably not one of the 50 worst Cleveland losses ever. No. But, uh, but man, I, I don't know how they lost that game. They lost, they lost it 10 times. I mean, Cundiff missed a big field goal. Uh, uh, a terrible roughing the quarterback call on a sack. Like, it just on a yeah. sack, it was called. Like, he shoved him, and I think it was Kruger looked him in the eyes at the same time, and he gets, you know, he gets flagged, and that was third and long. That was bad. And then uh, that Heron triple effort on fourth and inches, we were stopped in the backfield. That was bad with under a minute left. And then comical overthrows by, uh, by um, Hoyer to – that Gabriel guy—it was open by 15. He could have been called for grounding. It was that bad of an overthrow. It's really yeah, bad. Hoyer, Hoyer, and Orton both missed a lot of throws. Those yeah. were like—I I feel like the Bills could have. I know it was 24-3 at one point, but that those teams were not far apart. The Bills no. and the Broncos, and Orton just kept missing guys. And then I don't know. I feel like Josh Gordon should have made that play. I agreed with the announcers that that bomb. It's like if you're if you're one of the best five receivers in the league and your QB throws a deep ball like that and you can get your hands on it, I feel like you got to pull that in. Yeah, and he dropped uh, he dropped the ball over the middle that they reviewed. It was initially called a catch, and I kind of you know you traded me, him to me. I kind of feel like you traded me damaged goods, and we're supposed to be friends in fantasy. You, <laughs> you, gave me you proposed the trade. I know, I know, but you should stop me there and say, hey, I, I don't want to screw you over here, pal, but uh, Josh Gordon's going to dog it the last couple weeks. He doesn't seem like he's he's uh, bringing his A game. I'll I don't even that. think, well, the thing is, he's, he's supposed to not be in shape. Everyone's making that excuse for him. It's like, well, you know, this really should be his third preseason game. Like, mm. <laughs> it shouldn't. He had nothing to do. Like, just, just stay, get in shape all year, for crying out loud. Yeah. 
Houston at Indy. Houston at Indy. I have the Colts by seven and a half. I like Houston. All right, we're going to split this. I said six and a half, and it is seven. And uh, Andrew the Giant Luck, your opponent, attempts to exact revenge from that Thursday night win a few weeks back. Rematch takes place at the War Memorial in Rochester, New York. Good thoughts. Well, you know, thanks to my guys for uh, for for really pulling through for me yesterday. I had a terrible game. I, I I tried to give that game away in a lot of different ways, and and my team just picked me up and lifted me, and I owe them one in this game. I'll tell you that much. Another candid response from Andrew the Giant Luck, and we wish you the best of luck. T. Y. Yeah. Hilton. Yeah. Gets wide open five times a game, and I can't figure it out. I know. It's like he's it's like he's their fourth receiver, and it's like oh oh we forgot it like but he's their number one receiver. How do you get open by twenty yards? Right. What is he up to? What's he doing? I know. I don't get it either. And then he catches and makes a nice move. <clears throat> he scores. This the is a good is, game. This was a Thursday night game. Though. Like Indy got off to a crazy lead and end up they right. held on like thirty three twenty eight or something. I think the Colts the Colts are smoking mirrors. Yeah. They they can't run the ball at all. And uh, and you, you can move the ball on them, and Luck will make three bad passes per game. I really like Luck, but now, they won't get the... a bye, right? No, um, no, Denver's they're not going to make a game no, up on not. Denver. No. no, but they're really interesting. I think the fifth or the sixth seed could beat them in Indy. Sure, yeah, Baltimore so. and Indy right now wins, and uh, I don't know. About I was going to ask you out of all the wild card teams, who would you feel the best about betting on on the road? I feel like Baltimore would be my pick. In the AFC or all of them, all the uh, just I mean, the AFC wild cards. Yeah, you're not counting. Okay, uh, yeah, Baltimore. Although what San Diego did at Cincinnati last year is pretty great, so they yeah. have the history there. The thing but, with Baltimore is their secondary is so awful. It didn't come back to haunt them against Miami because Miami doesn't really throw the ball that well, right? But, if they went in Indianapolis, I think, I think I'd actually like luck in that game. I feel like he'd throw for like four hundred yards. Here we go, crazy. Well, I might have said Miami, but they 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 kind of blow it. They kind you know. There's a coaching issue with them. I, I think Miami and Atlanta are the two teams that should have two or three more wins than should they actually better. should, right? Yeah, probably. Mm. All right, Green Bay at Buffalo. I hit this one exactly. Packers well, by seven and a half. No, I said seven. We'll probably yeah. get to seven and a half, but. Buffalo played like, well. They played the they played the, the Broncos well. They hung tough. Yeah, I like this Bills team. Their defense is really good. We talked about them being like the Pernell Whitaker. They just make you look bad offensively. You know, yeah. maybe you know, maybe their record isn't going to be spectacular at the end of the year, but it's hard to do a lot with them. That's the team. You know, everybody now thinks the Pats are. This is it. Now it's now they can coast and whatever. But I'm a little worried about that Week 17 Buffalo game. No, for this year? Yeah, I'm a tiny bit, just a tad worried about that one. I think Buffalo's D is good. Well, you think you need it? 12-3. and three. If you beat Miami at home, which you should, you we, go to we the, New, the, go we to the, the same Jets. record as Denver. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, no, you will need it, I guess. We'll need it unless Denver loses. But the way Denver's right. been playing, I, I do think somebody can beat them. That's San Diego at Cincinnati for Denver. They're not done yet. Yeah. Um, Tampa Bay at Carolina. Oh, God. How dare Carolina mess up my head with that Saints game? Uh, I have the yeah, Panthers by four and a half. 
I'm low. I'm too I low. I said five and a half. You are a little low. It's six. Uh, I just so I couldn't. Do, I one. couldn't go higher than four and a half with the Panthers. They're so terrible. They had a win in sixty-two days. I know. Tampa clinches with a win, right? I can't. I can't keep track of this. You know, by the way, this is what set our season in a tailspin. The first game of the year, Tampa, Carolina. We love Tampa, right? And Carolina, yeah. <laughs> Carolina won twenty to fourteen. Tampa. We both love them. Tampa, what, what would be your favorite home for Marietta? Out of the five. Oh, you like Tampa, right? Um, I like him to be a Raider, but it's not going to happen, Derek Carr. I, I, I don't know. I see, it seems like all these teams have quarterbacks. You say Tampa Bay? I, I mean, it would be the most interesting. I don't know if Levy Smith is the coach I would pick for him. Yeah. but I It think might be a Jay- good fit because he's already used to the uh, ridiculous uniform. So... <laughs> The the uh, the Jets would be the most fun. Yeah, I think we could all agree on that one for sure. And then yeah. Tennessee probably needs them the most. Mm-hmm. I would say the five. Um, but I don't know if you're him. It's like five unappealing candidates. No, right? it's not good. It's like yeah. oh great, I get to go to Tennessee, Jacksonville, Tampa, the Jets, or the Raiders. Oh, awesome. It should be easy wait. for us. There should be some easy bets coming up with those five teams you mentioned. There should be some tank. Like the Raiders, like they played hard. Some teams play with pride after they lose 52 nothing. You know, that's what we saw yeah. yesterday. And the Niners sucked. But, uh, but yeah, some of these other teams are laying down. Jacksonville, Tampa Bay. Um, who else quit on their coach? See, I don't know if Jacksonville's laying down. I think Bortles might be, like, really, really atrocious. Yeah. He, like he he can't do anything. They he don't gets, know what to do with him. He gets his team in a hole too late. He really does. If I'm Marietta, I think I pull a 2004 Eli Manning. Oh really? Yeah, I do. I don't go to any of those five. I try to pick my team. I I say I want to go to the Bears or the or the Giants. Yeah. Right. Just yeah. Like, well, as I'm long as you don't pull a 2012 Eli Manning, you're in good shape. <laughs> Back to Carolina for a second. I like yeah. reading Peter King, but. To like go out on a limb and say Carolina is the best team in the NFC South. Can we pretend to stop knowing, thinking we know who's the best team in the NFC South? Let's right. just let it play out for a second. Like Carolina got smoked. They couldn't even punt the ball against Minnesota last week. Saints go to Pittsburgh and win big, and, and Atlanta beats Arizona at home, and now they're going to get probably killed tonight. So let's let's just watch for a minute and, and hang our heads in shame when a, a you know six eight and one team wins or whatever it is. Six, yeah, the NFC South, it's almost like having kids where you're like, oh, this kid was the best today. And then the next day, another kid is the best kid. And the, yeah. and the kid you thought was the best kid just just had a complete meltdown in the airport or whatever. Right. There, there's the no way to is, predict anything. There, none all of them these should teams get suck. Christmas gifts. <laughs> right. No. All these teams suck, and, yeah. and, uh, and you should leave them with a babysitter. Right. Cincinnati or Cleveland? This is a great spot for the Browns. Yep. Oh, how big would this game would have been? Huge, huge if uh, if they had pulled it out yesterday. What a, it was a great crowd too. There was yeah. a point in that game where it's just you just felt like, oh, this is this is great. What a great win for the Browns. I'm really happy for their fans. And then all oh, hell broke loose. Yeah, defense not in shape. What's wrong? Is Dalton healthy? What's his deal? I think so. Why? Did okay. something happen yesterday? Well, he came out at one point. Oh, he right. Yeah, yeah, he up. came back at Campbell. Yeah, right. Got uh, Jason I, Campbell. Ooh. I think he's fine. I think he's fine. And this is a revenge game from the Thursday night. A lot of these right. matchups are rematches from Thursday night. 24-3, Cleveland won in Cincinnati. So That was an ass-kicking. I have the Browns by one. 
Wow. All right. Yeah. I had Cincy by three and a half at Cincy by two. Oh, I disagree with that line. Yeah. I, I vehemently disagree with that line. That's really dumb. I, I think it's a Browns. stay away. I think both these teams are – I think it's a, a last drive game. Do we see Johnny Clipboard in this game? Well, 14 for 31, 140 yards, two interceptions, and, and like we said, overthrows that are uh, preposterous. You may want to okay. you may want to put him in there. Put it this way: if I'm the Bengals, I hope they play Brian Hoyer. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's I'm like, oh, let's let's hope they they don't have the ball. That's kind of how this, a lot of this should go, right? Like, right. all right, who who do the Bengals fans want? They want Brian Hoyer in there. Like, uh, all right, who do the Patriots? What do the Patriots want the Chargers to do at fourth and four from the forty? Oh, they want them to punt, right? Like, please yeah. punt us. Yeah, yeah, please. That's how it goes. By all means, uh, Pittsburgh at Atlanta. Well, it's interesting because we don't know what's going to happen with Atlanta tonight, and we do. Well, who knows? They might that might be a shootout. Like I don't know what to. That that's the one team in that division that I feel like could at least throw the ball and do some stuff. But they have no pass rush though. Like I think they're no, leading they sack or gets like yeah. you know, two sacks. They, Rogers might complete every pass tonight. Yeah, he might go thirty-eight for thirty-eight. Yep. I have the Steelers by one and a half. All right. Well, I'm getting these. I said two and a half, and it's three. Mm. That's that's a lot of respect. For it might come down if Atlanta plays well. And I was about to dismiss Pittsburgh as a fantasy phony team, and now they control their own destiny in the North. It's weird. That's a that's a fraudulent team. Steelers. Both of them. That, team. that team's too up and down. What do you do? Well, I guess Atlanta beat Arizona at home. I guess they could. Yeah, they can mm. hold them off. That that Le'Veon Bell though is just. It's like three runs in. He has 120. It's weird. He is. Is he your? Is he the most exciting running back right now? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree. Too yeah. bad they're running him into the ground. I think Jonas Gray is pretty exciting. It's exciting to see if they ever put him in. Like if he ever gets a carry. How about Roethlisberger this year? Four thousand fifty-five yards. Wow. Twenty-nine TDs. Eight interceptions. Wow. Yeah. One hundred three QB rating. And mm-hmm. and also, um, thirty one sacks, eighth in the league. Hmm. He has thirty one sacks. He should be the MVP if he sacks thirty one quarterbacks himself. Jesus, no, that's uh, wow. He's gonna have five thousand yards, maybe. It's, I don't know if I can't remember. I'm gonna look this up as we're talking about. I don't ever remember him throwing for five thousand yards. Like for a cold weather QB to throw for five thousand yards. No, yeah, he's I don't never think come, he has. He's never thrown for forty four hundred yards. Wow. And he's never thrown for thirty three TDs. So yeah, very underrated year. It's gonna it's gonna seem like he had three big games, but that's not the case. The the throw to Wheaton was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, you know, Tom Brady misses that throw ten times a year, and it drives right. me crazy. It's the it's the flaw in his ointment. But the Roethlisberger, that was perfect. I've been watching your since you said that the best kept secret is that the Patriots don't throw downfield and. Uh, I'm just an idiot that uh, jumps on a podcast with you. It's true. You don't throw a 15-yard pass, Brady. Like, how, how do the defensive coordinators not combat this? I know easier said than done, but how many uh, slants to Edelman are we going to see? For and it, and it works over and over and over. The best play ever in the play that I know, and I'm sure the other Pats fans know, we just, when it, when you see it, you're like, oh, oh, like I almost like pass out, like all the blood rushes in my head. <laughs> When they split Gronk out to the to wide, yeah, and he's just against a cornerback, and it's just one on one basically, yeah. I 
I literally have to stand up because he, he, they're going to throw to him every time. Right. And he's got six inches on whoever. He just overpowered and beat the guy in a variety of ways. It's like if I'm the defense and I see that happening, I either call a timeout or I just send a second guy over there. Right. Because yeah. it's going to be a 20-yard play. Uh, double teaming a tight end split out wide would be a phenomenal. It's a beast. Yeah. Um, Jacksonville at Baltimore. Oh. That's a great game for the Ravens. Uh, mm-hmm. I have the Ravens by 13. Uh, you get this. I went light on this. I said 11 and a half. It's 14. Two touchdowns. That's a nice game for the Ravens. Nice game for the Ravens. Nice game for them. You know, not that being out and the down 10 on the road. You know, maybe got the benefit from the tuck rule, which was supposedly outlawed, but good, good solid win either way yesterday. So they have Jags at Houston, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. That feels like eleven and five because none oh, of those teams. So? Well, none of those teams are going to be able to throw on them. Their their Achilles heel is is the secondary, and who's going to throw on them out of those three teams? Maybe Fitzpatrick. Yeah. So well, maybe, eleven maybe and five wins it. that division. I would say. So that so they win Jacksonville. I think they beat Cleveland at home, and unless Fitzpatrick has a huge game against them. Yeah. I think 11 and 5, you don't even have to break a tie. You win that division. So Houston goes at Indianapolis, home for Baltimore, and then home for Jacksonville. They can get to 10 and 6 pretty easily. I was looking at theirs, yeah. But they, they would have the tiebreaker over the Ravens. Mm-hmm. They lost to the Bengals. And well, the problem the is if you're, if you're tied with a couple of 10 and 6s, it doesn't even yeah. matter about head to head, as I'm finding out with the Cowboys, Seahawks, and Lions. Mm-hmm. Like, Cowboys beat the Seahawks, but it doesn't matter because. They don't break a tie with Seattle and Detroit. So hmm. it all gets sketchy. All right. Uh, Redskins at Giants. I, I hate the Giants. I'm just so wrong on them week after week. I just hate their guts. No, I, I hate them. If I'm right or wrong, I hate them. Right. And no one does more over-celebrating than the Giants, uh, after, you know, after a pathetic performance. Right. I thought they were tanking the season after the the week thirteen loss, and then they come in and they just destroyed Tennessee. So now yeah. I hate their guts. I had the Giants by six. Oh uh, yeah, you'll get it. I said four and a half. I don't know why, and it's seven. So uh, yeah, the, the skins have given one. up on the year. They beat Washington forty five fourteen earlier. And let's go to your game, Miami at New England. Hey, let's be the only uh, media people not to say th- horrible things about RG three. Okay, that's fine. Because I, I feel like now that now it's just everybody has to just pile on and say terrible things about it, make him seem like he's. Yeah, I think it is a little too much. It what do you think of Fisher's much. thing, bringing all the uh, the Rams they got for him in the trade out to uh, for the coin flip? I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great idea. I thought we weren't going to be mean, RG three. <laughs> Yeah, it was a good idea. It, was, it stuck it to him a little bit. Because I mean, to me, it's like you're sticking it to Dan Snyder. I guess and so, yeah. I support all sticking to Dan Snyder. Right. <laughs> I love it. All right, Miami and New England. You want to put this on a teaser. You know you do. Mm. Pat's by nine. All right, we're going to split this. I said seven, and it's eight. Very fair. I think that climbs to nine and a half by game time. It should. It gets to 10. But you're not going to screw around here because you lost 33-20 to the Dolphins in the opener. And uh, and on a, I don't think this is a game Miami sneaks up on you. I tweeted this last night. I'm going to say it again here. Mm-hmm. 
when Tom Brady is doing the fist pump f bomb thing, <laughs> I I just it it just melts my heart. Good. <laughs> Because I thought that guy was long gone. I thought he'd become too cool for school. All yeah. his commercials, you know, worrying about his hair. That's I want to see football quarterback Tom Brady, and that's that's who he is. That's who that's the guy who won the three Super Bowls. Right. All right. But so then twenty minutes later, he blew a kiss to his wife on television. So, which I, I Tom Brady is that? No? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Your quarterback blows kisses to his wife on television, and your uh, tight end hangs out with Bieber. You I need, feel like you need he, to call a meeting. I feel like Brady is trolling the city of Boston sometimes. <laughs> it's just there's nowhere city to to be that guy. Uh, yeah, gotta be kidding. All right, mm-hmm. Oakland and Kansas City. By the way, what was your take on the Brandon Browner call? Which one was that? With the, the, uh, the helmet to helmet where we scored the touchdown that, that we punched the bad. game and then called it back? Yeah, the officiating is just bad, I think, in general. I don't know. It's like kind of falling apart. You, you didn't like it, right? Well, it could have cost us the game, so no. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a totally fair hit. And I don't know. We've reached a point where like he's going to hit the guy, and the guy's just standing upright trying to search for the ball and it's like what's browner supposed to do like bend his head to the left 90 degrees to like not and he didn't even hit him in the head my thing is i don't know why it's not reviewable everything should be reviewable everything should be and belichick says that every year in the coaches thing apparently but helmet helmet should be reviewable i should be able to throw a flag i'm like all right was it really a helmet helmet because we've seen this now i'm gonna say eight times i've i've personally witnessed a helmet to helmet call that actually wasn't helmet to helmet right and uh, and you shouldn't lose 15 yards for that. And a lot of the times it's a big play and it's a sack or a fumble or whatever. And it's just uh, – I don't know. They, well, they're not I, getting stuff right. Like, it's this just is bad because the referees are under the directive like, okay, we got to make this game safe and we can't award helmet to helmet or anything that looks like helmet to helmet. And then as far as reviewing calls go, they don't want to embarrass the officials and these judgment calls. But, you know, if they say, all right, look – we're trying to make the game safe. It's so fast. We're, we're going to take a look at these anyway, and uh, don't hold it against us if we got it wrong because there's a these are bang bang, and you know we have a we have a knife to our back right now. So yeah, just be able to review it, review everything. I think that I also think you know I think Chris Berman actually said something about this yesterday, but I think review do the pass interference. It shouldn't be forty yards if the, if the ball is way overthrown or way underthrown, you know, like how right. come there's running into the kicker and roughing the kicker? How come they can make that judgment call and not say this is a 10 yard pass interference call. And this is a 40 yard pass interference call. Just make that distinction. Another thing I hated yesterday, they called Kruger for roughing the passer on yeah. luck. Yeah. yeah. It was I a terrible call. Yeah. He was, he came flying in. And when you're a defensive end like that, you have to stay a little bit upright because if the guy's going to throw, you want to be able to tip it. Yeah, he luck just froze. So mm-hmm. at that point, he's like, great, I'm going to hit you then. Right. And he hits him, and it was a huge play, and they called it, you know, they called the ref and the passer, but it was like. Third and long. They got a field goal after that. Yeah, yeah. it was just, I hated that. And, and it's like, you got to let these guys hit the quarterback, especially if they're just going to freeze there and stand upright. There's a bunch of that going on. I know. Mm. It's bad news. Oakland at Kansas City. Spe- speaking of calls, it was great. Mike, per- Mike Pereira, just a five-minute <laughs> soliloquy about how that card's <laughs> Chiefs call can't get overturned. 
Yeah, oh, the it, fumble, it, it, Kelsey's yeah, fumble. Yeah, it, I don't see conclusive evidence that it's like the call has been overturned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank, thanks for your help, Mike Pereira. That might have cost the Chiefs a playoff spot too. Yeah, but you know, my friend Connor was saying that he's a huge Chiefs fan. It's like you know what's going to cost you a playoff spot? The fact that you can't throw more than five sure. yards downfield. Definitely. Like, just yeah. own it. You guys yeah. can't throw the ball. You don't deserve to be in the playoffs. Right. But unfortunately, as one touchdown pass, I get called back because of a, a, a weird pass interference call. Right. right. I, know. Uh, I mean, but that that's one. That's what you know. The, the replay is all because of the test of thing at the one, and everyone said, "Well, we don't want to cost the team a playoff berth," and it does, it's almost exactly what this replay is doing. No. Yeah. Um, Oakland at Kansas City. The Frisky Raiders at KC. I had the Chiefs by ten. Uh, you get this. It's uh, it's ten and a half. I said twelve. So after the we are tied, deadlock six six, including ties uh, after the early games. Yeah, the Chiefs really should be up for this after blowing their game Thursday night. Hey, to the Raiders. Hey, dog. I kind of like the Raiders. Oh, boy, Mike, this is a tough, tough spot. Tough hey, spot. Beat them before. Chiefs can't throw the ball, dog. Can't throw it. Can't Mike, you had too much, too much Diet Coke, I think, is infiltrating your brain, Mike. The Chiefs, the, the Raiders, they, they won the Super Bowl. They beat the Niners last week. They don't need this. They cannot throw the football. <laughs> they cannot throw it. They can't throw it, though. Can't throw the ball. Those two have to come back. You know, um, there's two teams that it would be totally characteristic of all the things that are wrong with both franchises for them to win this week. One is the Raiders in Kansas City, and the other is the Jets at the Titans. So they would oh they'd screw their uh their draft picks, you're saying. Yeah, that'd be the jetsiest move. Mm-hmm. I thought they were gonna win yesterday which would have been the jetsiest move. And I have a I have a couple of Jets fans friends who were just freaking out during that game, like, Really? We're gonna really we're gonna win this? Really? <laughs> Gino um, spotted them the pick six and everything. What did, what, what more do they want? I know. It was textbook. <laughs> that was a that was a uh, miraculous cover by the Vikings who were given six all week, laying six points, and then it went down to four and a half on Sunday for some reason. I and uh, they went by six in overtime. Well, let's do that game. Jets at Tennessee. I had the Titans by two. All right. Who gets this? You do. A, I said Titans by three. It's a pick em. Great. <laughs> if you watch this game, you hate yourself. Yeah, it's really bad. That is, this is the worst matchup of the year. <laughs> Bettenberger out with injury or whatever, they're just taking uh, him out, I don't know. Just. Jake Locker, the one last terrible Jake Locker start against one of the last terrible Geno Smith starts. Really bad. Tennessee might be the worst team. They might just be the worst. I don't understand why there aren't more good quarterbacks. I don't understand how we can't get to like 25 good quarterbacks. I know you Nobody, say that. Quarterbacks but... don't get hurt anymore. Like only Sam Bradford gets hurt anymore. No, yeah. That's true, and you just drink, you just jinxed your Patriots and Tom Brady by saying that. But I know no, what you mean. He's, Tom Brady's a, a rock. He's an f bomb throwing, sideline stomping rock. <laughs> I love you. You're in Costa Rica. <laughs> Kidding me. Denver at San Diego. Uh, I can't believe you did that. If I, if I ever do anything like that on national TV, just shoot me. <laughs> right. Denver at San Diego. Yeah. This is a tough one. I had the Bron- I put this in the Vegas zone. I got the Broncos by four and a half. All right. Well, I hit it exactly, and it was it was exactly what the Patriots were giving the Chargers yesterday. Four is the number right now. Yeah. Thirty uh, thirty five twenty one. Denver won the first meeting. Well, 
Are they going to find Keenan Allen's body on Revis Island before before uh, Sunday's game or not? Yeah, you're not kidding. They're dragging the water looking for it. Wow, what happened there? He's he's made a, uh, quietly the biggest disappointment, probably Keenan Allen. One of the well, if you don't no, count Peterson not, and all these guys. No, <laughs> Peterson's would. All right, I know. I think getting one game out of Peterson has to be up there. No, uh, I know. At a guy who play every week. Is it? How about Jimmy Graham? Yeah. Or what about the know. Thomas brothers in in Denver who carried people for the first ten weeks of the season? Who knew? And did the double no show yesterday. Yeah. Speaking this of, this is uh, why fantasy football is stupid. Speaking of, it really is stupid. I mean, I played against C. Johnson yesterday in my quarterfinal game on Minnesota, and he lit it up. Here's a guy who has averages one and a half catches the first twelve weeks, and the guy put C. Johnson. I think it's Charles Johnson. It's not Calvin, that's for sure. The Vikings. I think, no, I think you should call it C. Johnson. C. Johnson. Just make it ambiguous. Yeah. yeah C. It's Johnson. Just C. Johnson. And I think like if you if you get to the playoffs and your third wide receiver is C. Johnson, you should just get a zero. You should be like, all right, I tried. Um, it's 13 weeks in. I, I, I couldn't fill that spot, so I'm taking a zero for that. Who even thinks to pick up C. Johnson? I don't know. I, so wait, I have no idea so what you, that is. Oh, you're winning. You, you, you beat the henchman. No, I won. I won. I, I did a lot of complaining because uh, Charles and Lynch went off. But, yeah, C. Johnson was uh, driving me crazy for a while. I'm just excited I don't have to pay for the Shakey's banquet. That was nice. You, you yeah, was dug big. your way out of last place. I did. Now I'm going wins. against John Ham's team, who has uh, Manning after his touchdown streak is broken. That's exciting. That should be all right for me. <laughs> uh, San Francisco at Seattle. Oh. <laughs> uh, God, I, I I think this has to be close to double digits. I, I don't see who would take the Niners getting seven or say even seven out. I'm going to say Seahawks by nine. Uh, well, you just edged me out. I said eight and a half. Same reasoning. It's it's ten, and I, I almost think they can't make this high enough. I would almost like San Francisco in this spot, but they're so they're so done. It's right? funny. I was saying in September. Allow me to toot my own horn for a second. Uh, I was I was trying to figure out who's going to have the year from hell between the Niners and the Saints. Mm-hmm. Did both of them just had that kind of feel to them? And I think it's turned out both of them have had the year from hell. Yeah. Right? Can you – the Niners are officially – this is the season from hell, I think. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I, the first time in three years they're a seven-plus dog. So and, Pats, Seahawks, and then who's the third team in the T's? The Ravens? Well, yeah. Don't don't they just win that? Don't, that? Yeah, I'm not letting you put the Chiefs in, in the in No. The it's, oh, you don't really get to put the Chiefs in there. No. no. All right. Then the Ravens. Warm weather coming to Baltimore. They don't, they don't ever really look great two weeks in a row, but I guess no one does. Why don't we just put it all in Seattle? I mean, they won 19-3 on Thanksgiving, and they've only looked – better and san francisco's looked much worse since that and that was two weeks ago russell wilson and i have been texting each other oh you have yeah we're i you know it's still a little awkward oh all right maybe yeah it's you know we're on good terms maybe you'll throw a few back and give me a ring next week let's see minnesota at detroit come on minnesota pull this out yeah, the Lions. They 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 look. The Lions looked like they were falling apart, and then just hit this sweet spot of the schedule. I got yeah. the Lions by ten and a half. Oh, uh, you went too high. I said nine, and it's seven and a half. Oh, wow! 
That's a scary teaser game. Maybe think twice before you go there. I, the Vikings have been good for almost two months now. Not good, but they've been respectable. You don't want to incur the wrath of C. Johnson, whoever that is. <laughs> C. Johnson is fired up for this game. <laughs> uh, all right, and then Sunday night, mm. um, Dallas at Philly. Oh, I think this is a, a no-brainer. Eagles by three. Well, we're going to split it because it's three and a half, and I said four. That's stupid. This is a three-point line. By the way, the, you know, it'll be a month since the Cowboys had a normal one o'clock Sunday game. They started in in London, and then they had the Thanksgiving game, and then the Bears game on Thursday night, and now this is a Sunday night game. So I, I feel like the league is using the Cowboys to get uh, to get forward. We're, we're being used right now. How many night games is this now? Is this four night games? Let's see, New Orleans. Philadelphia, the Giants, and Chicago. It's at least four, and then Thanksgiving, and then uh, and then London. Or so Thanksgiving this is your – Yeah, I have this as your sixth night game, plus you played in London. Yeah. That's ludicrous. Come on, that's too much. I thought Goodell took care of his buddies. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a case are. of taking care of his buddy. Uh, I hate this game. Just play it on a regular afternoon. Enough. Another can I team. Make you feel, can I Go make ahead. you feel better for a second? Yeah, please. Their quarterback is Mark Sanchez. I know, and that's what's yeah, going to be worse, just, and we can't pull out of the win. Just keep saying that to yourself. All right, Sunday night. Maybe Sean will come back. The worst, the worst Monday night game in a while. Well, and another team that's playing too much at night, the Chicago Bears. How many times have we seen them? Four times? True. I think I've had my fill of Jay Cutler conversations. Yeah, enough. Oh man, I I have no idea what this line is. So nope, I, I'm gonna wait, say. Let me count this up. Make sure it's even matters. You have nine. I have nine. But you're gonna get it because I was off. I don't even know if I should tell you how much I was off because I might tip it. <laughs> I have this Saints by one. All right, you're gonna get this. I had Chicago by one, and it's Saints by three. Oh, so you God. win the week, Bill Simmons. Nine five and one after 15 weeks. Damn. I guess that's a fair line because the Bears are embarrassing. But the Saints outdoors on a Monday night. Yeah, I know. And I would have said no way, but they beat Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago or last week. And Brandon Marshall out. Brandon Marshall's got to be out for a while, right? I'm not allowing anyone to bet on that game. If you're listening out there, you're not allowed to bet on that game. Yeah, forget that it's on a Monday. Just uh, whatever you lost or whatever you won, you'll, you'll get it back the next week. Yeah. All right, plug some stuff. Jimmy Kimmel Live, Aaron Paul, and Kristen Ritter on tonight. They used to date on TV, remember? Later in the week, mm-hmm. Kathy Griffin, uh, Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreet, Marissa Torme, Smashing Pumpkins, Blake Shelton, Laura Dern, Grantland, Thursday, my prop blog on the afternoon, and SportsCenter. I don't even know what to say anymore. 9-0 and against the spread, 9-3 and with my best bets against the spread, late Thursday night, early Friday morning, East Coast. You are red hot. Good job by you. Good job by you, Billy. All right, we we're going to call my dad, but he's unavailable. Could not get a hold of him. He's retired. What could he be doing? He's probably at the movies. Uh, oh, well, well, we tried. Uh, that's it for the BS Report. Come back tomorrow with Zach Lowe and Jacko. Tuesday, late morning. Get ready for that one. Until then. Target the sun off.
Thank you for downloading the BS Report with Bill Simmons. Too much fun. Check out more podcasts at the iTunes Music Store or at Podcenter at ESPNRadio.com. Peace out.